Hello, my peachy friends out there in podcast land. This is Sarah Giovanetti Mobley coming at you from the Peachy Girl podcast. Um, I hope everybody is having a beautiful Sunday. I must say my week has been going really fabulously. Um, One of the things that I recently decided to do was to step more into my leadership role um, with the salons for the past 10 years. I have just been, you know, it's been pushing a, a rock uphill, <laughs> you know, running a business is one of the most difficult things that you will ever do in your whole entire life. I mean, because you're always in uncertainty, you're always facing challenges and, um, and it's, it's not easy. You know, we've been running the salons now for 10 years and, um, you know, the success rate to do that's like 40%, you know, 60% of businesses go out of business, you know, every single day, you know, you're in the fire and you're in the frying pan, you know, and it's sink or swim when you, you know, run a brick and mortar business, you know, where, you know, I'm not a solopreneur and my husband works and my parents co-sign my life. It's like, no, no. It's me and my team and we got to get up every day and we have to do this. You know, I'm so grateful um, that I have the team that I have now. Um, You know, I really had to work really, really, really hard on myself to even be able to get to a point where, you know, I can have a great team and, you know, the people around me and really cultivate those relationships needed to be able to, you know, run um, a prosperous business. And, you know, like I said, I've been doing it for 10 years. And my philosophy the whole entire time I've been running the salons is, you know, work in silence and let your success make the noise. I have always taken, um, you know, the back seat of my business and I've always pushed everyone out to the forefront. And I mean, I continue to do that. However, it doesn't really serve me. Um, as far as being able to lead and get my message out there um, for my staff to hear. You know, I have 22 employees, so I can't talk to every single employee every single day um, and really cultivate that relationship, especially now that we're growing. So it's really important for me to really step more out front so I can speak and I can be the leader. And if they want to hear me, if they want to hear my thoughts, they can come to my podcast, they can go to my social media. And here I am. Now, the downside of me actually really stepping into my leadership position is, um, you know, there's so many people, you know, in my life that had no idea I was even running salons, <laughs> you know, because I've, I've been working and I haven't been, you know, spending time trying to build up a social media follower. And I happen to be part of the 4% of female entrepreneurs in the United States that can gross the annual revenue that we do. And, um, you know, you know, but I've been doing the work, you know, I've read over 200 books, you know, I have a degree in business, like I'm an esthetician teacher, I'm an advanced esthetician, I'm a massage therapist, like, I've been working my ass off for 10 years to get here, right? And I mean, I have people coming out of the woodwork left and right. I mean, I can't even imagine how a celebrity feels. And I mean, these people are like, trying to tell, you know, that I've known, you know, for years, and that's not everyone. 
you know, I still have, I have some beautiful relationships and friendships, uh, long-term, you know, that I, you know, love and cherish, but, you know, I have like these random people like that are, they're not people I've cultivated friendships with, right? You know, they're like some random person. I might've ran into the club once (laughs) and now they know me. Now they're following me on Instagram, whatever. And you can't imagine the narcissism um, and the ignorance that they come and they send me the, they got, I've had the same number for 20 years. They shoot me these messages and they're trying to tell me how to run my business, you know, and they're, they're trying to control me. And they're so filled with fear because, you know, I've been learning and growing and building my character. You know, I can run the salons because of my character that I've developed, you know, I've developed patience. I've developed stoicism. I've developed integrity. I've developed, um, you know, knowledge and wisdom and growth um, through this process. And that's what people can't see, you know, so maybe they might have known party Sarah, you know, 10 years ago. Well, you guess what? That bitch is dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you get to a point in your life where you're like, I got to get this together, you know? So um, it, it's, it's just, um, uh, it just blows my mind. Anyway, I put up a post on Instagram uh, so a public service announcement that I do not need your unsolicited advice. You know, it's like, it's a form of control. I mean, people, you have to read, you know, people who are successful and educated, you really are showing how ignorant you are, you know, pick up a book and read it, Right. You know, giving someone unsolicited advice is a form of control. What you're saying to the other person is, I am better than you and I need to make you feel insecure. And the best way to do that is to tell you how you should do something, right? Because you shouldn't trust your own mind and your own intuition. You need to trust me, right? And it's it's so controlling. Um, and so... I mean, and it just really makes me disgusted because I'm like, wow, you must really think I'm a piece of shit and a stupid person. Like, are you serious? Do you know anything about me? You know, the reason why I am able to do what I do is because I have heart, okay? When I was younger, I was a teen mom, okay? And I was pregnant. I had to live live at a homeless shelter, okay? I had to live on welfare, I had to then go my senior year of high school and I had to live with a woman who I had no idea who she was, right? Um, I would pay her like $75 a week to stay in her home for, and she had other people that were boarded in the home, me and my son, while I was on welfare. So I had to learn how to like sew clothes. Um, I didn't have, you know, parents that were helping me, you know, it was just me and my son. You know, I had to learn how to be really resourceful. I still graduated on time with my class, right? And during that time, I'm so grateful because God was preparing me for this time. 
You see what I'm saying? So in life, you know, I feel sorry for people who actually have a great family structure and system, who actually are given everything because it's your times of challenge that creates your character for you to be able to step into what God has for you, right? Because if you never have a season of sowing and sacrifice, you're never going to have that season of abundance because you're not going to be able to handle it. I see it again and again. I see, you know, people who, um, you know, are blessed beyond measure and never have to struggle, you know, when the struggle comes, you know, it is, you know, they're killing themselves. They're doing drugs, you know, because they can't handle it. They never had a, a chance to strengthen their character. You see, when you go through times of challenge, your patience is being strengthened. Your resilience is being strengthened, right? Your resourcefulness is being strengthened, right? Your emotional fortitude is being strengthened, right? So now you are a stronger person, right? You know what strength is? If there were a war came to our shore, right? Guess what? I'll, I guarantee you I got about 20 people on my doorstep. You know why? Because they trust that I'm strong, right? And so um, what we have in the world is we have a bunch of people pretending and being fake that they're strong. That If you never had struggle, you are not strong, right? And how you can get strong is just put yourself in some adverse situation on purpose, and then you can build your strength. Like go climb, you know, uh, one of those, you know, mountains, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, go uh, sail across the world, like put yourself in a situation where you truly can be challenged, and then your character and your fortitude and your strength will be strengthened. Um, you know, uh, it, it's just um, the the lack of work that people will put, you know, it's like people just want to feel good, right? Without the a prayer, meditation, and, and um, you know, a therapy, spiritual therapist, you know, finding a spiritual community, you know, putting in the work, you know? So, you know, so since, they just want like their pleasure chasing, you know, and living a cultural life instead of a spiritual life with purpose, right? Like your life has purpose and you want to make an impact on other people's lives, right? You don't want to put the work in. So you're constantly, you know, giving in devices, you're drinking, drugging, um, you know, watching pornography, you know, chasing men, chasing women, you know, you're just partying, like at some point, like, it's, you know, you might feel good for the moment, but it doesn't last, right? So if you if you want peace and contentment, you know, which is the most coveted uh, state on earth, right? You have to work for it, right? It's the same thing with strength. If you want strength, you know, you're not going to push a button for strength. You're not going to watch a video for strength. Just because you watched a YouTube video does not make you strong. If you would like strength, you have to go do something to become strong, Right? Um, but anyway, I, I'm at the point now where I'm like ready to change my phone number. I've had the same phone number for 20 years because um, my kids have it memorized. So I figured when they were young, like my kids need to have my phone number memorized because if there's ever an emergency, they know my number by heart, right? Well, now they're older, 
<laughs> you know? Um, but I'm to the point where I was like, this phone number's got to change because the amount of ignorance that gets blasted to me, like maybe God's trying to teach me patience, Lord, or maybe I just need to step out as a spiritual teacher. <laughs> I'm like, let me start teaching. Obviously, that's probably what it is. See, I'm figuring things out right here on this uh, podcast. But I will tell you, um, let, let's just talk about control. Control is um, is when people are very fearful and they feel like they don't have, uh, you know, control. They feel out of control in an area of their life. So there is some part of your life that you feel that's very out of control, whether it be your finances, whether it be a relative, right? Whether it be a... Um, you know, a social issue, whatever it is, there's a part of your life that you feel that's very out of control. And instead of trying to put the work in to try to get therapy, to try to actually fix the solution, um, you, you subconsciously just try to control others. And, you know, obviously you're not thinking about this because it's not even in your awareness, you know, um, you know, but it's like, you're really, hurting the people around you when you're trying to control other people. And so how that shows up um, in people's lives is number one, unsolicited advice, right? You know, trying to constantly tell people how they should live their lives, you know, what they're doing wrong, guilting people, that's a form of control, right? Because you're still trying to control them. You know, people pleasing is a a form of control, right? You know, constantly trying to control everything in the environment, right? Criticizing other people, you know, um, you know, if someone's doing something, you're adding fear, worry, and doubt, right? That's a form of control, right? Because that might stop the person from doing what they're doing, right? Um, You know, questioning every single thing the person is doing. Um, You know, you have no interest in the other person's opinions whatsoever, right? Um, You try to make rules for other people's lives. So whatever you do, everybody else has to follow, right? Um, And you try to make other people just feel bad, right? And... um, Or you try to make fun of other people. You know, you make other people the bud of a joke and that doesn't make the other person feel good. It lowers their self-esteem. And now, so, you know, so now it's kind of like a win-lose situation. But what I just want to encourage everybody, because this is just a spiritual principle, is I want everyone to concentrate on the law of abundance and the law of scarcity, right? If you believe in the law of abundance, meaning that all your needs are met, right? Because the world truly is abundant, right? You know, trying to control other people is a scarcity mentality because you feel there's not enough for you. There's not enough attention for you, right? There's not enough attention to go around. There's not enough parties to go to. There's not enough um, conversations to be had. There's not enough time for you, right? It's like, that's like a limited thinking, right? The, The world is abundant, right? So you can create a space for yourself that is within your control where you can shine, right? Or you can have conversations. You can create that for yourself, right? You don't have to see someone else 
and then say, okay, well, how can I tear down their self-esteem, right? By trying to guilt trip them, manipulate them, um, control what they eat, uh, how they feel, uh, where they go, right? The world is abundant. You could just take all your power back, all your time and energy and put that on yourself. And you really need to think, am I being controlling right now, right? And you just got to focus on what can you control, right? Because whenever I think to myself, you know, um, whenever you start thinking about trying to control somebody else, you're putting yourself in a scarcity mindset, a scarcity energy, right? And then you start going down that whole rabbit hole, right? And so the best way to pull yourself out of that rabbit hole is to say, well, what is in my control? So the minute I say, what is in my control? I realize that I am in control (laughs) because the only thing on planet earth you have control over is yourself, right? So you have your time, your workout, your breath, your thoughts, your space, your car, your house, your food, your schedule, your goals, your job, your career, your education. We 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 can go on and on and on and on. And when you really start just making a list of everything you truly have control over, you'd be like, damn. I. And then it's like, it makes you focus on yourself. And you're like, and, the, and you're like, oh, the reason why I'm trying to control other people is because I don't want to clean my house. Like literally, it could come down to that, right? You're like, oh, you know, because, because you would like your house clean, but you're, you know, you know, in a self-sabotaging behavior pattern that you don't recognize. So instead of trying to clean your house or say save money that you need to or clean up your credit or clean out your car or go to the gym, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's the lazy way. Let me just control somebody else. That'll make, you know what I mean? Versus like when I think about all the stuff that I have to do in my own life, I'm like, wow, (laughs) like that's a lot. Like I have a lot to do my own personal self, my own life, my own career. I do not have any time to be focusing on trying to control someone else because number one, you can't, right? It's a, a, a stupid thing to even try to do, right? You don't end up anywhere like what benefit do you even get trying to control control someone else like there's no benefit you still don't have like access okay say you're in a friend group and you're trying to control your friends right you could do this for 20 years yay i'm the winner of controlling all my friends right well what did you get you still didn't get anything you don't have their 401k you don't have their retirement fund you don't own their house like what is your reward do you see how stupid it looks meanwhile you're thinking you're winning something and you're not so that's how stupid it looks meanwhile you could have spent all that time and energy take all your energy off trying to control your friends and your friend group, right? And then just worry about yourself, like clean your house, do your dishes, go to the gym, clean your car, save your money, get your credit together, right? Worry about you losing the 100 pounds. You see what I'm saying? Do you see how, right? And then in 20 years, you'll have a fit body, right? Um, You'll have money in the bank. You'll have a good credit score. Do you see? Do you see? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, it doesn't serve you. 
It does not serve you to try to control other people, right? The only thing you have control over is your side of the street, right? And, you know, and you have to get out of your emotions, you know, and it's like, you know, if you have to go get therapy, I mean, now with the internet, you can do, you can have a a therapy session online. You don't want to do a therapy session, get a coach, right? Uh, Read the book, the podcast, YouTube, and you can truly improve your life. Focus on yourself, right? The next time you want to control someone, I want you to make a list of all the things that you need to do to improve your life. What do you need to do? I'm sure you could come up with pages and pages and pages, right? And that's what you got to focus on, right? So then when you are around other people, you can just be fully present in the moment. You know, you show up to add value, you know, you can compliment other people, you can assist them, you can go have fun, play, you can go on an adventure, you can explore, you can learn and enjoy, have a moment of awe, right? Like that's, you know, that's the beauty of like being around other people. But when you want to control people, you know, you're, let's talk about all the fears, worries, let me guilt you, shame you. Let's talk about the past. Let me bring up the past. This is who you are. You let's be fearful of the future. Like hard pass. (laughs) Like I'm going to take a hard pass on that. You know, I, I actually enjoy my own company because I, my life is full. I love my life. I've created a life that I love out of my own design. You know what I mean? And, you know, if someone's not coming in my life to add value and make me feel good, I'm going to take a hard, hard pass right? Because I mean, there's so many beautiful people in the world that I get around and they're very complimentary. (laughs) You know, they give me compliments. They're nice. They're loving. You know, they're affectionate. They want to help me, right? Why would I want to be around someone who's trying to like control me and make me feel bad about myself? Like, um, good. Take a hard pass. But anyway, I really, you know, uh, wanted to come on here and just talk about Um, you know, control and what I've been experiencing since I have really kind of stepped more into my leadership and which I'm trying to continue to do and, you know, try to make an impact um, into people's lives. But anyway, I hope you guys have a blessed day. It's a beautiful Sunday and um, I've talked to you guys soon. Bye.